the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. We act that the essence of who we are, that when people see us, they see the Christ in us. If they don't see that in you, and if that's not who you are, I say check yourself because we got to be a reflection we are the salt of the earth we are the light that the world needs in order for them to change and be what god wants us all to be we hope you're excited to hear god's word today on fresh wind radio we've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry but for now let's get straight to the word with dr jomo cousin we've got to where we are today but we went to Ruth Chris and not only did they not ask me they just ordered and ordered extra God is good and all the time God is good if you have kids that may be another thing let me tell you we had some uh, some years ago we had some friends come over the house and they're still good friends of ours and uh, we left my wife and I left the house because we need to pick up some stuff and we left them at the house, and no big deal. And uh, they left, and then about a week later, like always on Saturday, we would go in the house, and we would clean up everything, and we, we had this light furniture. So you kind of, you know, shake it up a little bit, turn over the pillow so, you know, you have a new, fresh pillow, right? We turned over the pillow, and in the middle of the pillow was a red Kool-Aid stain. Red. Not cherry. Not strawberry. Red. And not once did they say anything to us about it because they didn't value what we paid for that couch. Okay, let me date myself because some of y'all saying you still don't get it. You still don't get it. Okay. Okay, so when I grew up, I used to go over to my grandmother's house and even my parents. And we used to have that one room in the house. We used to have to rake the, car, uh, the carpet. Anybody rake the carpet? Because if you walk through it, your steps, somebody been in that living room. Who, who been in that living room, right? I, maybe I'm dating myself. And the thing was, they had in that living room, they had the nicest furniture. But the one thing about that furniture, what did it have on it? Everybody remember that plastic furniture? I mean, when you sat on that furniture, you just kind of slid off, right? Or, 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 or listen, we didn't have to die in those days. All you had to do is just sit on the furniture, right? Value. Versus cost. They understood what they went through to purchase that furniture. Right? In order for us to walk as Christians today, we must have an understanding of both value and cost. The scripture we're gonna come from today is Matthew 19, 16 to 22. Matthew 19, 16 to 22. This is in reference to the young rich ruler. Verse 16 says, and someone came to him and said, it came to Jesus, 
Teacher, what essentially good thing shall I do to obtain eternal life? That is eternal salvation in the Messiah's kingdom. The rich young ruler was implying here was that uh, what work, what effort, what thing could he do to gain salvation? Christ's reply to the young man was, if thou wilt enter into life means that the young man, young ruler was still on the outside of life. The concept is if you want to gain eternal life, you have to first enter it. Therefore, only an act of God could grant eternal life. For this young man who had much wanted to know what to when I do to be saved. Jesus answered, why are you asking me about what is essentially good? And this is in reference, if you read the King James Version, he says, good master. It's a term that most of the time they describe their masters as just masters, but he knew that there was something special about Jesus. So he called them good, and Jesus wanted to make sure he understood that the only one that is good is God himself. So he says here, he says, uh, why are you asking me essentially good? There's only one who's essentially good. But if you wish to enter into eternal life, keep the commandments. Verse 17, the wording, keep my commandments, was intended to hit a point of pride and self-righteousness. Jesus did not believe that mere outward keeping of the law brought anyone salvation. Some of us today think that if we're in the choir or we usher or if we do A, B, C, and D, that's going to get us through the gates. I'm here to tell you today that that is just not enough. This is an event we know that Jesus uh, understood that that would not gain salvation. This is evident in what Jesus told Nicodemus earlier in John 3, 1 through 21, that you must be born again. So why did Jesus tell him to keep the commandments? Jesus wanted to show the young ruler that he had not kept all of the commandments and therefore was in need of God's grace. Many of us today walk around as if we are perfect. We come to church with our church face on. Uh, we walk around church with the perfect attitude and a yes, amens. And at church, when people leave in the church, you'll let people get in front of you. But we watch you get about a mile or two away, and then you cut people off. You give them the three-finger hand and say stuff bad about them. Hmm. Jesus said, keep my commandments. Verse 18. He said to Jesus, which commandments? And Jesus answered, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not uh, commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You need to honor thy father and thy mother. You need to love your neighbor as yourself. This is unselfishly seek the best or the higher good for others. Your young man said to him, I have kept all these things from my youth. What do I still lack? The one thing that was very interesting here was the arrogance of the young man to say, I have done everything I'm required to do. There is no one in this building that can say they have done everything they're required to do. The Bible says in Romans 3 and 23 that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. If you think that you're already perfect, there is no room for improvement and God cannot use you. Verse 18 to 20 says this, the list of second table commandments centered on the outward duties rather than the inward nature, which was the young man's real problem. 
The first table duties have in them more the essence of religion. Yet the second table duties have in them more the evidence of it. For example, our light burns in love to God, but it shines in love to our neighbors. Jesus then revealed the young man's, the young ruler's true weakness. Christ had summarized the law earlier with love thy Lord, thy God, with all thy heart and with all and love your neighbors yourself. The young ruler's self-centered wealth and self-righteousness had blinded him to his real weakness. Verse 21 and 22. Jesus answered him, if you wish to be perfect, that is, have the spiritual maturity that accompanies godly character with no moral or ethnic deficiencies, go and sell what you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. And come, follow me, become my disciple, believing and trusting in me and walking the same path of life I walk. But when a young man heard this, he left grieving and distressed, for he owned much property and had many possessions, which he treasured more than his relationship with God. How many times in our lives is God calling on us, yet we do the things that we want to do because we think it has more importance than God? The one thing I want you to gain that I appreciate about the rich young ruler is this. He had every opportunity to fake the funk to fake it till he made it. What the rich young ruler said is, I'm not going to fake it. I cannot do what you're asking me. Many of us in this church are faking it to make it. And faking to make it still has the word fake. And God ain't looking for fakers. God is looking for true worshipers, those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. God is looking for people with a lifestyle change. God is looking for people that understand that there is a value and they cost, and that he paid the ultimate cost that you have value to be to serve him and do what he's called you to do. Value versus cost. Look at your neighbor and say value versus cost. Christ taught the young ruler, and he's teaching all of us that moral honesty is a necessary branch of Christianity. Though a mere moral person or man comes short of being a complete Christian, yet an immoral man is certainly... You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. 
you simply enter the access code 101804. Again, the access code is 101804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Two things Christ was saying to the rich young ruler, and he's saying to us today. First, first, we must be, or we must to all extent purposes, prefer the heavenly treasures before all the wealth and riches in this world. We have to prioritize God and make God first. Second, we must devote ourselves entirely to the conduct and the government of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and come and follow him. We have to make sure that we put nothing before God, that our priority, the way we live, the way we talk, the way we act, that the essence of who we are, that when people see us, they see the Christ in us. If they don't see that in you, and if that's not who you are, I say check yourself because we got to be a reflection. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light that the world needs in order for them to change and be what God wants us all to be. It requires that we strictly conform to Christ's pattern. Keep his commandments. All from a principle of love for him, a dependency on him, and with a holy contempt of everything else in comparison to Christ. Anything that raises itself up against Christ, we should have contempt for. I don't care what it is. Sometimes we put our family, our children, our money, our jobs, our relationships, all before Christ. What we should be doing is putting it to Christ. I give you my money. I give you my kids. I give you my relationship. Lord, have your way. And by doing that, the return on the investment be greater than your ever expectation. See, to expose the young ruler. Christ ordered him to sell all he had and give to the poor and follow Christ. The young ruler could not do and left sorrowful and grieved. Jesus showed the young ruler that he loved himself more than his neighbor, the poor, that he loved his possessions more than God. I'm not saying to go out and sell everything that you have, but what I am saying is that if you value Christ, you need to sell out to him. And a lot of times we value Christ, but we don't value Christ in the essence of remembering. There's not a time, a lot of times when we're praying and seeking God's face, we're seeking his face. But a lot of times, most of us are just seeking his hands. We're seeking the blessings of God, but we don't reflect back on the sacrifices Christ made for each one of us. It's a short message. Wisdom key number one. Wisdom key number one. We were bought with a price. For you were bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. See, we need to understand this under, when they talk about being bought with a price. Uh, what happened in Genesis led up to what happened on Gagala's Hill. See, in Genesis, you see that Adam and Eve were told that not to eat of the tree. And Adam and Eve decided to eat of the tree. And when Adam ate of the tree, God said that you would surely die. And it was a twofold thing. They both died spiritually and they started to die physically. 
But the thing about it is, if you go in Genesis around chapter 3, verse 14, 15, 16, I think it's 15 to 16, you'll see God says something in effect of, and I'm paraphrasing it, that you would bruise his heel and he would bruise his head. And what it was saying was, in the midst of our sin, in the midst of despair, God loved us so much, he valued us so much, he told us, I'm going to bring you back into relationship with me. The way I'm going to do that is I'm going to bring my son on earth. He's going to die on the cross for you that you will be back in relationship with me. That is love. God loved us so much that even in the midst of our sin, when we were the most guilty, he provided for visions that we may be saved. The word bought here comes from the Greek word ag or adzu, which means literally to purchase or to redeem. We believers were purchased on Golgotha's heel, a place of suffering and sacrifice, a place where Christ paid the price with the shedding of his blood. Brothers and sisters, let me know today, when is the last time you got on your knees and you thought about, Lord, I thank you for the fact that, you know what, you were uh, allowed or you allowed people to humiliate you. Huh? Lord, I thank you today that uh, by your stripes I am healed and I understand that you were scourged, Lord, huh, and that you took every stripe for me. Huh? Lord, I thank and I praise you that they put a crown of thorns on your head and that you suffered for me, Lord, that I might be in relationship with the Father. When is the last time you reflected on the sacrifice that Christ made for you? Value versus cost. Value versus cost. And God did this all because he valued us. He valued us so much that he was willing to pay the ultimate cost for each of us. Wisdom key number two, John 3, 16 and 17. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son that whosoever believeth and trusts in him as Savior, shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to judge and condemn the world, that it is to initiate the final judgment of the world, but that the world might be saved through him. We all learned this as a child. As we have gotten older, we understand more the details of the suffering of Christ, that Christ and God loved us so much that he was willing to sacrifice and take the world's sin on his shoulders and be separated for the Father for us. When is the last time you reflected of this in your prayer? See, God is asking us to keep his commandments, but that's not just what he's asking. The commandments is an outward act, but what God is looking for is an inward act. How about your hearts? When is the last time you did a heart check? When is the last time you looked within yourself and seen your actions and your attitudes? Does it line up with the word? And the only way it's going to line up with the word is you have to study it. The only way your life is going to line up is word. You've got to have a relationship. I have never seen a successful relationship where only one person talks or we don't talk at all. A lot of us say we're in a relationship with God and we haven't spoke to God since the last time we had a problem. Some of us treat God and won't have any kids here like a booty call. Lord, at 3 o'clock in the morning, things are going on. I need you now. The problem is if you do pray without ceasing, you're always in a relationship with God. You're always in touch with God. You know God. God is a part of who you are. Your life starts to line up. The fact is, listen, I'm not telling you what your life looked like. I need you to take account of yourself. Do you value the cost that Christ paid for you? Only way we can check is by looking at your 
None of us are perfect. I'm not talking perfection, but I'm talking those people that are trying to live the life. I am not trying to live the life if I'm doing the same things I did five years ago. There must be a change in me if I'm trying to live the life. And the only change I will ever come about is if I study God's word. What we do, a lot of us are so intelligent, we study the promises. The promises. But we don't study the other parts. The parts that's going to keep us. We don't study the sacrifices that many made that we today can do what we do. Even in this great country that we have today, we have freedoms that other countries don't have because men and women decided to sacrifice their lives for you all, for us to do what we do today. So my question is, what are you holding on to or putting before God? Ask yourself that question as you walk out the door today. Is it your time, your family, money, friends, relationships? There should be nothing before God. You should give it all to God. Do me a favor. Young lady, come here for a second. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling you out. I am. I am calling you out. Uh So you got a choice. You get a, a 10 or a 1. Which one would you rather have? Now, this is quit. This is. <laughs> she like, I got to get his back. <laughs> so I'm going to. This is not a knock on her. But the fact is, this is how we come to God. A lot of times we come to God and not once did she ask me, so what did you do to get that? What was the sacrifice you made? How many hours of the job did you work in order to earn that $10? We don't do that to Christ. We don't go and say, Lord, I thank you for the sacrifice that gave me what I have. Because we don't understand what we have belongs to God anyway. That you would have never had it had God not given it to you. And the big thing is this. The $10 doesn't have the greatest value. The greatest value is the $1 because I had to work harder for the first dollar to get to the... And a lot of times in our lives, you're looking at other people trying to figure it out. How can I be like them? Well, you're trying to get to the $10 when you ain't even been to the $1 yet. It's a process. Stop worrying about other people and go through the process that God got you going through. Live your life right. Respect God. Love God. And watch God bless you. I have never got where I'm at today because I'm worried about somebody else. I'm worried about my relationship with God. If I serve God, what deserves to be mine will be mine. As Pastor Jomo says, what's for me is for me. Value. Versus cost. Value versus cost. I need you all to understand the concept of how we need to value everything God has done. Stop forgetting. When you go into your prayer life, thank God for every breath that you take. Pastor Ty talked about it last week. He said that the young man, his friend, which had cancer, which eventually passed away not too long. When the sun was in his face, he just thanked God for filling the sun in his face. He was sitting on there breathing. He was just taking deep breaths because he was in appreciation for all that God was doing for him. That was a man that was connected to God. My question is, do you have to be in a sense of having cancer to thank God for the sun? Do you got to be in a sense that you're in pain to thank God for every breath? We need to be giving God the glory each and every day. The day that you roll out of bed, the 
the day you unable to roll out of bed, the day you buy groceries, the day you don't buy groceries, the day you ain't got no money, the day you got plenty of money, it don't matter. God deserves the glory. The problem is we got to learn how to worship God even when everything don't seem right. Worship him when things are amiss because God will work it out. We got to stop giving God the glory when only things are going right in our lives. We got to praise God even when or even though, in spite of, because at the end of the day, God controls it all. Not you, but God. But God. In the name of Jesus, but God. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.